Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. My name, My is-, name is Ian. Did I beat you to it? I'm Ian. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> You stole my thunder, man. I had to do something. I, I Ian, I've, how how long have I known you? It's like thirty one thir- years. Thirty one years. Mm-hmm. That's like the deepest voice I've ever heard you have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, it was my Batman. It was my Batman voice. I, that's my Batman voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I liked. Uh, it's there. I just don't like it. Oh I, man! Somebody speaking of Batman. Uh, when the Batman movie came out uh, just recently. I was at work, and there were some people talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, people got, like, all fucking bent out of shape when I said that uh, I thought Ben Affleck made a really good Batman. Like, people... Really? Yeah. I think they he were was... like They were like, oh, Christian Bale is the best Oh, Batman. God, no. And I'm like, fucking... Christian Bale sucked as Batman. Yeah. There's only two people who have been good Bat... Both played Batman and Bruce Wayne... Is it, is, is it Batman or Batman? Well, there's, there's only two actors who have played Batman and Bruce Wayne good, and that is Michael Keaton is the best, Ben Affleck is a close second. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I think so. Everyone else has been passable, but, and that's oh my the, God. the best I can get. Like, the, one, the one guy, he was... It was oh my god, you know, Ben Affleck was the worst Batman. No. Look at your fucking mind. Yeah, absolutely. I thought I, I, I would have I, I would have been happy if we could have gotten like three or four really good solo yeah. Ben Affleck Batman movies. That would have been my like, hope. I I understand why they didn't do this Batman movie with like with Ben Affleck because they wanted to do a younger right. actor. I think it would have been a better overall movie though. With Ben Affleck. Right. Yeah, this movie had to have a young Batman. But I would love to see Ben Affleck have his own solo Batman movie, yeah. at least one. I don't think we're ever going to see it, We're though. not. We're not. They, they've been working Because they, Ben Affleck was working on one. He was actually going to write and direct it as yeah. well. Yeah. But that all fell through. So As a lot of stuff does, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. In this day and age, the, the thing that pisses me off the most, though, is like back in the day when shit would fall through, you wouldn't even know about it. Yeah. It'd be like 30 years, and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, we were going to do this. They're like, Nick Nolte is uh, Superman? Is, is, is Nick, Han Solo? Is Han Solo? Or Nick Cage is Superman. <laughs> yeah. You know, we the shit we didn't hear about. Now we hear about it like, you know, Warner Brothers calls Ben Affleck and says, yeah. hey, let's talk about a Batman movie. The next day it's in all the papers. Ben Affleck's doing a Batman movie. Yeah. You know, and then, it, you know, a month or two later, Ben Affleck's not doing Batman anymore, and you're yeah. like, Fuck. Fuck. Oh, Chewbacca. <laughs> Fly the Millennium Falls. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> was it uh, Pat Oswalt? Yeah, he's, he's brilliant. <laughs> he's great. He had like a whole bit about the whole Nick Nolte uh, Han Solo, uh, Han Solo yeah. thing. Because <laughs> they would have been terrible. It would have been, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. Like You can look through back through history, and there's like all sorts of roles like that. Uh, mm mm-hmm. They're like, oh my god! Thank God that person. Do you know didn't... Kevin Spacey auditioned for Superman in 1977? Are you serious? Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, God, just think of all the little boys you could have got in that documentary. <laughs> it says, uh, says Superman. It says uh, "Up in the Sky." I think that's the name of the documentary. Yeah, uh, they actually show like just their like clips of auditions, and Kevin Spacey in a Superman suit auditioning. Are you serious? Yeah. That's and you don't hear anything. It's because it's like t- there's you know narration over it. But yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, but yeah, you can look at like any iconic role. You, you know, you, oh my gosh, you right? Know. Oh, it never worked with so and so was playing that role, right? 
Yeah. How the hell did we get us on the subject? This is not what we, what we came here to talk about. No, today. it isn't. I don't know. How did we get on that? <laughs> Some, oh, you were talking about how what, you were talking about Batman, right? You said something about Batman, and then I got me. Into- oh no, because my voice was low, and I said it's my Batman oh, voice. Right. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, that is how easy it is for us to go way off topic, <laughs> and I have absolutely no clue how the hell right. we got there. We're like, huh? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> what? Um, so we do have a topic today. Yes, and it's not Batman or no. Batman. Is it? Uh, what is the plot? Where's the plural of Batman? By the there way, there is no plural Batman. It's Batman. But wouldn't it be Batman? It doesn't sound. Right. It doesn't say no. <laughs> bat people, <laughs> because there are. There's never a multiple of Batman. Batman. That's not true. In the in there's not though. There's there's either, a, there's the, a multiverse version. Yeah, but then it would just be Batman Earth twenty five. But it's not like if they all if, so if like the worlds collided and there was like multiple Batman. They did collide. It was called Crisis on Infinite Earths. And what happened was all the other Earths were destroyed, leaving just one Batman. So, but wouldn't it be Batman? No, because it was just Batman, Earth, whatever. I guess that's, yeah, because if you have multiple Flashes, it's not. It's Flash of Earth 22 or whatever. Flashes, yeah, I guess so. Fine, whatever. Superman works because there could be multiple Supermen. Because Superman is a title, but it's also a description. No, it's like it's no. It's been, I'm telling you, that's what it is in the comics. I know that, but that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know it's what it is, but it's just dumb. Right. But anyway, we're ta- we're here to talk about something else. Dumb. Damn it. Not well. I don't know how dumb. No, it I don't is, know how but, dumb it is. But well, dumb yeah. that they killed people. But yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk about uh, Charles Manson, mm-hmm. but not necessarily like I guess not, not really, just him, not just him, no. but like the possibility that uh, the CIA. MK well, Ultra. The, well, there's like mind control things, mm-hmm. and uh, so there's this. You know what's the? Tell, I guess tell them about the book. The name of the book's called Chaos, and it's Charles Manson, the CIA, and the secret history of the '60s. And I started reading. I haven't finished it yet. And I came across this book because I was going through my YouTube post, or you know, the scroll on my YouTube, and there was a clip of Joe Rogan. I don't watch Joe Rogan. I don't generally listen to Joe Rogan, but he was interviewing the author of this book, and the the you know, the title of the video caught my attention. Yeah. So I watched it and it was just like clips, like 20 minute clips from the interview. So I went and listened to the interview and then I bought the book and I'm, I'm into it now, but I thought I'd make a cool topic. So what's the premise? Like, so it started out, this guy started out, he was hired to write an article about the 30th anniversary of the Manson killings. That's what it started out. At. It was just, he was going to write. He was hired to. Uh, he was a freelance writer. Just hired to write an article. So nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yep. So I don't want to go too far into it because I mean this is all in the book. But it's well, go into it because I don't think anyone's going to probably read the book. Well, but. I think they should. But at least so far, I'm enjoying it. But anyway, um, so he's hired to do this. And he starts doing research. So he starts talking to Vincent Bugliosi, the prosecuting attorney who basically put Charles Manson behind bars, and he has all these. Um, interviews with him and he's writing this article and something happened where the article was like canceled or put on hold, but he kept doing his research and stuff. Years actually start going by and, and he's talked to Bugliosi and he starts finding discrepancies in things, yeah. things that Bugliosi was saying 
and then looking at some of the transcripts from some of the interviews and things. I, I, I will say that, like, I've – so Boliosi was the prosecuting, prosecuting attorney. attorney. I've always kind of thought he was kind of a shady character. Even, like – From what this says, he, he's way more than that. Well, I don't know. Well, okay, I – I he this guy when he's on Joe Rogan like Joe Rogan would ask him questions and he's like look I'm not going to talk about anything I can't prove so yeah. anything that he couldn't prove he was leaving alone which which is why I went as far as to buy the book because mm. it's like you know I'm not this well, is going to be minor saying, speculation saying that he can prove it and then actually proving it well right are are two different things right but it, he's and, got all the all and the since work. He's, dead he doesn't have to worry about any like losses yeah well and that's the funny thing because he actually wanted this book to be released before he died he wanted bulliosi to read this book yeah but bulliosi got cancer and died so this is fact about bulliosi he had he's been in he's pushed the boundaries of of his legal profession yeah. many many times used his 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 position for as influential you know Corruption. He's corrupt. I wouldn't go Not as far only, as saying he's corrupt, but well, okay. There are definitely Look, I, there are definitely stop, stop. some some questionable things he's yes. done. I'm just reciting the book. Yeah. Okay. I don't, and I'm commenting and he's not, on he's here. Not, on, on and he doesn't said. come out and call him corrupt. So, but what is what is fact is that one situation, Bulliosi got his mistress pregnant. He gave her money to have the baby aborted. She did not get the baby aborted. He beat her up. So he's a Republican. And he and and that killed the baby. Yeah. And he didn't suffer any consequences for that. So that kind of a thing will make you question the integrity of anybody. Yeah. Especially someone for me. I've read Helter Skelter. I've seen the movie based on Helter Skelter, and I've seen the the portrayal of Bugliosi from those. And he plays himself very, you know, clean cut. And, yeah, of course. You know. Well, yeah, because it's a story. It's right. His story. It's his story. So now beyond that, some of the things that come across. So Charles Manson, as we know, spent a lot of time, most 90% of his life in jail. In 1967, when he got out of jail, it had been half of his life in jail. When he was released, his parole officer... Let him get away with a lot of stuff. He got him off. He, it, like, two days out of jail, Charles Manson was arrested. Yeah. And his parole officer got him off on stuff. Now, before, he was being thrown in jail immediately because he's breaking parole. But he, he's doing all these things, and his parole officer is getting him off. And come to find out that the parole officer was connected to somebody else who was running um, these brothels in San Francisco... And it is through uh, Freedom of Information Act and all that. CIA did have; they didn't nev- never said it was MK Ultra base, but they had plants yeah. in San Francisco, and they had offices. And several, I'm sure they had them everywhere. Yeah, several of these brothels and also uh, doctors' offices or free clinics mm-hmm. were fronts for the CIA. And Charles Manson would hang out at these places all the time. Uh. Now he uncovered a lot of MK Ultra stuff, which I haven't gotten to that part yet in the book. But what is known about MK Ultra is it was a mind control experiments to not only be able to 
maybe potentially create assassins, but create assassins who wouldn't even know they were assassins. Yeah, so it's yeah. basically they, they didn't know. Right. They, they wouldn't know what, what they were doing. And there was a soldier who was out of the army, got married, had some kids, who was going to a psychiatrist who was also in one of those free clinics. He ended up just one day kidnapping a, a, a three-year-old girl, raping and, and uh, killing her yeah. in the woods and didn't even know he did it. So they connected him to this free clinic. And ultimately, like I said, I haven't gotten to the MK Ultra part of it, but a lot of what they're talking about, based on also the CIA's intention to try to uh, undermine the whole hip hippie yeah. movement and the, the counterculture. Yeah, I, I think there's liberties taken with some of that, though. Like, I, I don't know how much I buy into all that, well, all the MK Ultra stuff, because I know. At least from a lot of the stuff I've read about it, it, it was primarily stayed to like it was originally created as to, to like uh, as like a psychological torture method mm-hmm. to try to uh, you know enemies of, of war and things like that that they could take and uh, and, and get information from, and it kind of did morph into it was they did do a lot of illegal stuff. A lot of um, you know mind control and things like that. I don't know how successful a lot of that really was. Well, we never will know. We never, we never will. There's all that stuff, but I'm going to go by. I know they did a lot of like drug experiments. Oh yeah, LSD is the number one thing that they talk about in these experiments using LSD and hypnosis. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like I said, this guy spent 20 years in this book, and he and he lost all his money doing it. So it seems to me, and he's not making any money off the book because he got sued by the the people who initially hired him to do the article. Oh, really? So, so he lost all the money on this book. He's not making any money on this book. No. So it, why would he even care? You know? Um, and he knew he was going to lose money on it before it was even finished. Yeah. So well, I mean, I guess you, there's still money to be made there. Obviously it's like any, anything he makes off the book goes to them. He makes yes. nothing off the book. Yes, but movie deals and things like that. The movie deals all fell through. Well, uh, well yeah. But mm. the, I'm, I'm just saying, though, speaking engagements, there's all sorts of stuff mm. that you can right. still make money off of. Just get your name out there. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, 20 years on a book. Well, I know. Well, I, I'm sure he didn't intend to, to no, lose the No, he, <laughs> the he wanted, he wanted this it. book. Um, well, like I said, he, he, he still worked on it after he lost the rights to yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sure he's probably a little too deep into it to really give up on it at that yeah. point. Well, right, but if it's if it's all bullshit, then you, why would you finish it? Well, I don't know. I'm not saying it's all bullshit, Ian. But anyway, I'm just whenever I look at things, especially things like that, I always oh, I'm always try skeptical, to be skeptical too. as shit. You know, with it. Yeah. I don't know. There's some things I think you should be more skeptical on, but we'll, we'll get <laughs> that's a t- subject for another another day. Um, no, I, I agree. I, I, I always approach this stuff skeptically, too. And I'm not even sure if I believe it, because basically all this does is it takes a lot of the blame off of Manson to a yeah. degree, because it would say that either Manson was only using what he was taught to use and he was being forced to or even manipulated to, or he had no control over it at all because a lot of his followers were going through these brothels, through these free clinics. Yeah. So it could have all been them who made them kill these people. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if I buy that. Although, 
Manson did maintain till the day he died that he did not force anyone to do anything. Uh, and and I mean, to to a certain degree, I mean, he's probably correct right. on a certain level. I mean, he didn't actually force them to go out and murder people, but no, but he got them to a point where they would do anything he wanted. Yes, so you know, he wouldn't. He didn't have to force yeah. them. And, but for a while, there, I mean, outside of the uh, you know MK Ultra stuff, there's there's been you know talk for years about whether or not Charles Manson was. Uh, you know, plant for the CIA, and you know, were there ulterior motives? Were was the CIA trying to start race riots and things like that? Right. Um, One thing he did find, in at least as far as the murder investigations go, Terry Melcher perjured himself on the stand. He found evidence of that. Yeah. He also found that Which, there was who was evidence, that again? Terry Melcher was uh, the record producer that Charles Manson supposedly got mad at because he promised to produce some music for him and then That's backed right. out. Yep. Um, he met through Dennis Wilson and yep. all that. And Terry Melcher was renting that house with Candace Bergen, you know, months before. Just, fact, just before, just wasn't before, it? Yeah. So, yeah, well, I, I think the, I think Roman Polanski rented it like. It was only a short period of time. A short period of time, like a month or so yeah. before that. Or two months because. Um. Uh, what's her name? Sharon Tate was actually in Europe, and then came back to the states because her pregnancy was moving along. Yeah, and she'd only been back a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So, but so Terry Melcher perjured himself in terms of how well he knew Charles Manson. He said he barely knew him, but it come to find out he'd he'd been meeting with him for for long several yeah, times. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh. And there was also evidence that um, Roman Polanski, well, not, so the police records proved this. So there was video film, not video because it wouldn't have been video, but film that was confiscated from the location as, a, um, as evidence during the murder investigation. Yeah. And then it was put back. The police claimed that it was just home movies. Well, come to find out, it was basically rape films with Sharon Tate being abused by multiple men under Roman Polanski's direction. Yeah. Again, all corroborated through the police. So, And it's not a surprise. I mean, no, like, Roman Polanski can't even come back to the United States. Because well, he did, didn't he? No. he. If he comes back to the United States, he's going to jail. Yeah. Oh, he did, and then he went to jail, and then he... Got out of jail and did. I don't think he's. I don't think he's been back to the United States since. No, that I started. thought he did. No, he is. He is living in France, and he's Man, not. Did he serve time somewhere else then? No, there was that. There was an issue. They were um, the French authorities or wherever country he's in had work was considering extradition. Maybe that's what it was. But he never came back. I thought he served time somewhere for something. I thought no, not to my knowledge, and I do remember that situation, but. Um, and his movies can't be shown here. Anything he makes now will not be shown in the United States. Really? Yeah. He's made three movies, and according to everyone, they're like some of his best films ever, and they can't be shown in the United States. Huh. Which I don't understand that. I mean... Oh, yeah, I don't get that either. I don't know. But, um... I mean, we are the lane of the, of the free, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, it's one of those situations where it's like, yeah, so you you can't jump to the conclusion that it's MK Ultra or the CIA, but there's a lot of 
just a lot of smoke here. There's a lot of discrepancies and a lot of the, and when you break it all down, all these things that we're hearing. And like I said, it, it, it can potentially mean that Charles Manson was maybe at least more innocent than we gave him credit for. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had that, I've had that question for a while. I mean, not a long time, but at least the last, you know, six, seven, eight years or so. Um, cause you're right. He's, he's always been kind of an interesting character. And if he was as evil as they painted him to be, don't you think he would have taken credit for any of it at some point? Mm -hmm. He knew he was never getting out. There was never. He didn't want to get out. I know. I mean, why would you? You spent, he's, he lived to be what, 84 years old? Something like that. And out of that 84 years, he was out of jail for like 15 of his entire life. That is, jail was his entire life. I wouldn't want to be out of anything that I've been in 75 fucking years or 70 years of my life in. Yeah. It's that's home, but and then to be fair, when you watch some of those old interviews with him, sometimes he makes sense. Oh, absolutely. You know, he says things. It's like, yeah, you're kind of right on that, but he's not telling me to kill anybody, so I can say that. But yeah, I I don't know. I it definitely definitely puts into question the whole thing. Now, here's the one thing that you can say: Charles Manson did kill people. No, yeah. He, I mean, he, he, he killed did, he killed yeah. that one guy. For uh, stealing from him, he stabbed him. He killed a, uh, uh, he shot a, a black man in some, I don't know where it was, but he shot him just for being black, basically. So he's killed a couple people. I'm not, I'm not going to lose sleep over the fact that he died in jail either, because he he was a murderer. He yeah. was a murderer. But yeah. whether or not those murders that he was convicted of, yeah, those are the that's the real question. Um, so yeah, and it's know. it's it's interesting because I, like. Because he wasn't there, he didn't actually. Well, he did officially tie up the Labiancas. He didn't. He didn't stick around to kill them, but he yeah, tied he did them tie up. Them up. I will say real quick that uh, yes, Roman Polanski spent uh, two months in prison in Switzerland. Okay, and then he was under house arrest uh, for some a period of time after that. But uh, Switzerland rejected U.S. Yeah, extradition. extradition. So because. was he in jail? Be- because of the extradition hearings? No. It, uh, what was he in jail for? Because he didn't commit any crime in Switzerland, as far as I know. That's what I was trying to see. Uh, it just said he was, he was arrested in September 26, 2009. I think that was as a result of the extradition charge, or the extradition um, case. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Okay, that, that probably. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Why arrest him if you had no intention of extraditing him? Well, probably because they had to go to court. My guess. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know law in Switzerland, but no. well, I think extradition laws are, are international. It, it is international, but it's But it's up to the individual government, right, to decide, to right. decide whether. Or but not maybe there's a, a stipulation that you have to, you know, at least know where they're at, so they don't flee. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So. But I remember him. Like, I, I there. Yeah, I was, it was like 2013 like, was when that happened, right? Um, of course, I just clicked off of it. 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. July in 2010, they re- they finally rejected the extradition yeah. request. So yeah. I, I'm sure that's what it was. And, and I think it boiled down to the fact that the 13 year old girl that he had sex with as an adult said that she didn't want to press charges. God, that happened. He was arrested in 1977. Mm-hmm. 
for yeah uh, having sex with a 13 year old i believe yeah. she's 13 at the time so yeah roman polanski not oh, said that I- happened at jack nicholson's home oh really yeah so on March 11, 1977, 43-year-old Polanski was arrested and accused of drugging and raping 13-year-old Samantha Gailey uh, during a photo session the night before at the Hollywood home of actor Jack Nicholson. Hmm. Well, I mean, Jack Nicholson wasn't ex- uh, accused, so I guess that's one thing. What's that? At least Jack Nicholson wasn't accused. No, 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 no. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, it, it was an interesting, and I, I'm... I'd like to, I'm going to finish the book, so I'll have a better insight into, you know, yeah. those connections. Does he, yeah, I, I'd like to see the sources He's he uses. The last 60 pages of the book are all of his sources. Oh, well, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because, yeah, I mean, I understand that, I always try to look and see, you know, right. where you're getting the information from. Because, like, the whole thing about uh, the... Um, the prosecuting, prosecuting attorney... Beating his mistress, I couldn't find anything about that online. Mm. I f- found that where there was articles about his mistress, but right. nothing else about uh, their relationship. Right. Like I said, the the publisher wanted him to do two pages of sources. He did sixty. Yeah. So, but and they're uh, the ones who have to suffer the the repercussions if if he gets sued. Yeah. So, they, and uh, and to be fair, uh, Bugliosi's family could sue him anytime they want to. And they have. Yeah, it's kind of hard, though. I mean, yeah, you're in a state suing somebody. I mean, yeah, it, it can happen, but mm-hmm. just it's not as you don't have the same legal rights. Because mm-hmm. that, uh, that's where well, the, he has cause recording. Because that's, that's where the the Michael Jackson lawsuits fell apart after Michael Jackson's right. death. Because a couple of the kids, or they're adults now, tried to sue Michael Jackson's estate, but they said that Michael Jackson's estate didn't hold the same. Uh, legal culpability, culpability. culpability as Michael Jackson. Right. So, yeah, that's fair. and that's why people are like, "See, Michael Jackson was innocent." Right. Like, well, they said they couldn't sue his estate because his estate had no control over what Michael Jackson did. So right. that's a little. And different. he didn't necessarily. His money wasn't made from what he did. Yes. So you can't argue that either. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I will say the real quick about Michael Jackson, because uh, all that stuff I saw popping up because that just happened. The anniversary of the uh, um, his acquittal was in June, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff I saw popping up, and it's like pictures of Michael Jackson with like innocent over over his name um, or over his like body, mm-hmm. and like when here in the law legal system in the United States, you never found innocent. No, you're found not guilty. He was no. found not guilty. That is different than being innocent. Right. That just means the burden of proof was not met. Yes. But yeah, that doesn't mean it's not and true. That, and I've always said that about Michael Jackson. Like, I don't know whether or not he was a child molester. Right. There's definitely some smoke there. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything, though. No. Because, you know. yeah, I mean, and he can't, he's not in a position to defend himself now. So yeah. we'll never know. Yeah. If you ask me, do I think Michael Jackson did it? I say, Thriller is a great album. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thriller is great. Bad is great. Yeah, you know? that's that's the extent of my of what I'm willing to and yeah. you know puts down as a solid opinion. I've always been someone that can like put that stuff aside though. Like, yeah, even if he was a child molester, he made some great music, right? You know, Ted Nugent. As much as I hate the guy, he's made a couple of really good songs. One, I, I like one song of his. No, he's got a couple of good songs. I, you know, mm. not that I'm like gonna go out and yeah, fucking buy, I mean, but 
Not can enough. I can I sit through cat scratch fever? Sure. Yeah. Will I? Probably not. <laughs> but, but the song Fred Bear I really like. But there's I, I, I can I can always put aside people's personal lives. Most I'm of sure, the time, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that you know, actors, actresses, musicians, athletes, whatever. They're not yeah, they're not they're, good they're, perfect people. No, they've done I'm sure there's a lot of them out there that have done horrible fucking things. Yeah. Or just not nice people. Yeah. You know, even that. I can see that being a turnoff, but you know, just like you said, separate it from yeah. Well, separate the person from the and art. I, it's kind of like it's kind of like looking at our heroes, you know, and the and just like national heroes and things like that. Thomas Jefferson is a great writer, and he wrote some brilliant things that we hold still hold today. Yeah, but he was a slave owner. Yeah, and then, and he was a slave owner owner that liked to clip his slaves. Does that, does that mean sleep with them? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've never heard that term before. No? No. That's, that's been around for a long time. No, I've never heard that one. Oh. Sorry. So, Sorry. He was a slave owner that liked to bang his slaves. There you go. In a sexual way, not in a like, closed fist kind of way. Right. Well, I knew what you meant, but you're right. I guess you have to clarify with that. <laughs> By the way, speaking of slaves, uh, I said I could segue in anything, right? Yeah. Uh, what's up with Texas, man? So they're trying to like there's I think there's I don't know if it's like the state of Texas or if everything's everything everything fucked up is the state or of Texas. if it's like a book because I know a lot of school books are made in Texas so yeah. if, I don't know if it's a I don't know if this is a state of Texas thing a county in Texas or a book manufacturer in Texas but they're trying to change the, slavery the word slave I saw or this, slavery yeah. to um, what was it? Uh, God, involuntarily Invol- something. Yeah. It was involuntary uh, relocation, is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because changing the dictionary changes the changes everything. Yeah, you know. But no, that's like they want it changed in school textbooks. Yeah, to involuntary relocation. Right. right. Well, if if kids can't learn about how bad it was, they might be able to do it again. Yeah, because involuntarily relocated, that doesn't sound terrible. Slavery does, though. Well, they did the same thing with Native Americans. They called it relocation. Yeah. Not genocide, which is what it fucking was. Yeah. Call it relocation. Yeah. Doesn't seem so bad. No, no. Oh, they're reservations. They got casinos. (laughs) So what if we annihilated 90% of their entire population and culture? Yeah. They got casinos. Wipe most of their culture off of Earth. Right. (sighs) Charles Manson was probably... (laughs) Probably right on a lot more shit than we give him credit for. Hey, man. Because he says these things. He does. He literally says these things. He says, you're the ones polluting the planet. You're the ones who are, you know, robbing your your youth. You're the ones who are doing this. And he's right. He was fucking right. Just had to go kill people. He could have been, he probably could have been a great man if he wasn't such a criminal. And crazy. I think the crazy came from the criminal part. Well, I don't know. Some of the stuff, possibly, I guess. Because the crazy... you know, it's funny because I've seen some interviews with him where it's like, what the fuck is he even saying? Well, like, it's, it, it becomes stream of consciousness after yeah. a while. And that's when it starts seeming weird. But we also have the Ben Stiller version of, Kim, yeah. <laughs> of Charles Manson. Which I love that. Yeah, with yeah. the Lassie episode. Yeah, with the Lassie episode. And then there was, uh, um, uh, I don't know, some kind of like coffee hour with Charles Manson. The, la- <laughs> the Lassie one was great because it was like, he's like, I'm going to go fucking kill you all. Just, Timmy st- trapped him to well. <laughs> you sons of bitches, I'm going to fucking murder you. 
Timmy's always, is he broke his leg? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> come on, Charles, let's go. <laughs> right. Or I don't remember Manson. Is, Manson's yeah. how he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he did. He did. You know, he only was. He only said something like that once, and it was to Diane Sawyer. And because she kept pushing him on, did you tell these people to kill? He goes, look, if I started killing you, there'd be none of you left. Those are his words. That's a quote. He said it in his Charles Manson way, which is creepy as shit. (laughs) So it's like, you know, I I the guy guy was definitely fucking creepy. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't match that. But you know, when he said that, it's like, ah, yeah. You're, you need to you need to tone the crazy down there, Charles. <laughs> Come on, Chuck. Let's let's tone it back Chuck. a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what he. You know, if he changed his name to Chuck, he probably wouldn't seem so creepy. Chuck Manson. My name is Chuck. <laughs> Chuck Manson. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder you. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna tie, tie you up now. Right. No, stab, he's stab stab. Yeah, he's one of those lunatics who actually like. We're saying the right things, but not in the right way, yeah. you know. And of course, there was the the murder and stuff. Yeah. I don't know why I changed Charles Manson into a guy named Chuck that lived from New Jersey, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the movie "I Love You, Man"? Paul Rudd and I don't uh, think so. Uh, Jason Segel. That's not my. That's not my kind of movie. No, it's 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 a funny movie, but I'm not into those. It's so fun. It's so stupid. It's no, it's not stupid. It's funny. It's 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 a funny movie. It, okay. Yeah, Paul Rudd just he's a guy he got always got along with women, and he's getting married, and he doesn't have any friends that are guys, so he doesn't have a best man. So his brother, who's played by um, the I don't know what I forgot his name, but the anyway, one guy with the one face. Yeah. So he's like, dude, I'll 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 introduce you to people. We'll try and get you a friend, you know. So he introduces them to this guy in the gym because he works in the gym. Yeah. And he talks. Paul Rudd does, or does the brother? His, the does? brother introduces Paul Rudd, and he's talks just like real high pitched voice. But he's like this. <laughs> he's this little guy. He's, he's got little guy syndrome. So he's yeah. like, but he talks like that. And he's like, they go to the soccer game, <laughs> and he starts like fighting with everybody in the soccer. <laughs> in the, in the, it's hilarious. But yeah, he talks like that, and it's super annoying. You need to watch it. But that's funny. Yeah, told you it's it's, it's a funny movie. Yeah. It's not a great movie. But it's yeah. funny. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, Charlie. <laughs> oh, oh, Chucky. <laughs> yeah, Chucky. <laughs> Chucky Manson. Yeah. But, uh, no, it, I, dude, I couldn't imagine living on a fucking ranch on the desert with that fucking guy. No. No, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't think I, I could be in the room with him if there's guards. Yeah. That's how creepy he is. He's probably, I could probably take him, even in his prime, although he was a little he's squirrely. He's a little guy. He's like 5'4". He's squirrely. That's his problem. He's, he's fast. He's like he's like a fucking ferret. Um, you can watch him and know that I'm I'm right. He's he's that kind of a guy. I just don't know if you can take him. I got a, I got a couple hundred pounds on the guy. Yeah, I think true. I could probably take that's him. True, that's true, that's true. You know, as long as he doesn't have a weapon, I might be all right. Um, wait a minute. Are you saying I can't fight? <laughs> Just because I choose not to fight doesn't mean that I can't. Okay, 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 okay. If I'm uh, threatened, I can I can throw down if I had to. But it's funny that like so Charles Manson is this like he's been built in this almost like mythical kind of person. Yeah, absolutely. But the funny thing is like no one really else has like Tex never was. No, none of the none because they were the followers. You know, they were the they were the the sheep. You know. And the, and and it goes to Bugliosi's 
narrative too. I've always because thought... he had to. In, the only way he could get Manson was to create this Messiah figure yeah. for them, which I don't think was ever really. It's as, hard to say. As, the girls, as the, real as the girls, to this day swear that he was like that. They they hold up Beliosi's story, and it didn't seem to do them any good. Yeah, they're the. Two are still in jail, and oh yep. no, the one one got out. The other one's not. Did one get out? One got out. Um, the other one died. The other one died of a brain can- a brain tumor. She pleaded to get out. She yeah. wanted on on mercy, like a mercy release, or yeah. whatever, because she was dying anyway. Yeah. They said, "Fuck you, you're dying in jail." Yeah. And her story did change too. The only thing that changed, though, the Charlie side never changed. Yeah. What changed was their role in it. She well, initially she was, she said that she was the one who killed Sharon Tate. She's the one who cut the baby out. But then she changed her story and said, no, I didn't do that. I just tied her up and I stabbed her once and Tex cut the baby out. Yeah. So, you know, and Tex was the lunatic. He was like the monster of the group. So yeah. there's no question that he could have done but that. That's kind of where I was going with it is I'm surprised like Tex isn't talked more about. He found God. He's a preacher in jail. I know, but. He's not going to talk about it. Why would he? Well, I'm not saying he would. I'm just like other people talk. Because at the at the end of the day, Tex was always doing what Charlie, according to the story, Char, Tex Whatever. was always doing what Charlie, Charlie wanted yeah, him to do. Yeah. So if Charlie guess, said jump, Tex said how high. That's that's the narrative. That was Tex's narrative too. Yeah. Even during his trial, he said I did what Tar- Charlie told me to. So he said murder these people. We murdered them. Yeah. But he was a very brutal guy, and it was it didn't stop there. They there were actual family members who they murdered and buried in the desert. Oh yeah, I guess I. I, I guess but I again, think they about couldn't that. prove yeah. that because they didn't know where they were buried. It's, no it's a desert. Yeah, it's a no, desert. Yeah, no one's going to talk. Well, about the, that. the family knew where they were buried. They just they, they none of them were going to say. None of them were going to say. No. So that was always the thing that uh, was funny when I, I remember Mandy and I went out to Vegas back in I think it was like 2003, and we were staying at this home. I don't remember. Oh, we were staying at Treasure Island before they tore it down, and we were on like the 30 third or 34th floor so we were kind of high up there mm-hmm. and i remember like waking up in the morning and like opened up the curtains in the hotel and i we had this like beautiful shot of the mountains and the desert and my very first thought well man i wonder how many fucking people are buried out there it's a fucking graveyard because i'm sure there's a ton of people that are buried out there over the years it's funny the other day i was it's I, a great place to drop dump a body it is well no one's ever gonna find it no yeah. i was the other day i was on when I when I get on Facebook, it's if I'm at work or whatever and I'm bored, I just go through the reels. I don't go through Facebook that much anymore. Yeah, I just go through the reels. And for some reason, a clip of Casino popped up. And it was a clip where they caught the two guys cheating. Oh yeah, and they busted the guy's hand yep. with the hammer. I was like, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of dead people in Vegas. Oh, absolutely. How many people? You know what what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I wonder how many people have stayed in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Their whole story stayed in Vegas. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it, it's that's an interesting place, man. It's it's not a place I. You've been to Vegas, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Vegas is a fucking shithole. Like I've been, I haven't been to Vegas in almost twenty years. Yeah. Vegas is a shithole, and you could pay me enough money to go fucking back there. Well, I mean, the casinos inside are nice. Yeah, but o- you're outside right. Outside of there, it's, but yeah. even even the casinos aren't that nice because the fucking people that are there are fucking shit people. Yeah, well, it's a tourist trap. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, it's one. Yeah, those, I have no interest. I, in I've back. got no interest in going. Back and to I was Vegas. there when I couldn't even enjoy it. I was seventeen. 
Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't able to, to gamble or do any of the fun stuff. I was too young. I was too old for the kids stuff, and I was too young for the, old, the, the adult stuff. I didn't have shit to do. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big, like, yeah. party guy. You know, I'm too damn cheap to go all the damn right. shows. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and to be fair, if you want to go to the casino and drop 40 bucks, which is about all I'll ever drop at a yeah, casino, yeah, like, we've got casinos around yeah, we, us. We can go to... Firekeepers is a nice, is a nice casino. And any of the ones in Detroit are fucking nice. Yeah, oh yeah, MGM and uh, Greek Town. I've been yeah. to both of those, but I never spend more than forty bucks. So no, it's I'm usually a, a short trip. Yeah, I'm a cheap ass because you can blow through forty bucks pretty yeah. quick. Um, you know, cause, yeah, I'm not a big gambler and all that yeah. stuff. I'm, I'm not going to piss my money away because that's all the damn things are good for mm. is pissing your money away. Right now, granted, I do know some people that have won a lot of money right. at casinos. Well, we went but, to school with somebody one whose parents won money and oh, not a, that was lottery, wasn't it? I don't want to see his name on. Oh, did his family win the lottery? I don't think so. Yeah, because they moved and they bought that house and all that land. You told me they won the lottery. I thought they did. No, I don't think so. Well, that was what you told me. So was I high at the time? <laughs> well, we were teenage. We were well, we were in our twenties at the time because I didn't. I was like, wow, what, you know when? When did they move out there? And they're like, oh, when when they won the lottery, they moved. I mean, oh, all that they might hit like something. Well, it wasn't like, like millions. It was no. like a hundred, couple hundred thousand dollars. Oh, it probably like wasn't that. even that much, but. If they did, I don't know. I, you're, ask, you're asking me to remember something I said like 20 plus Well, years I would ago. expect you to say something that's true. It, I, I, might I didn't have. realize you had a lot. I'm a liar stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back in my liar days, I said all kinds of shit. <laughs> well, maybe there's an expiration date. <laughs> on what? Uh, on I'm, the truth? I mean, I, I mean, it might be. I just don't remember. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember saying that. Yeah. But uh, well, it was you who told me that. Was it? And I know I wasn't high. Are you sure there wasn't somebody else who said that? No, I. It was you. Okay. Okay. Whatever. We'll just chalk it up to the liar stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm or, just, or maybe maybe just, it wasn't just, your liar stage. It was your talking out your ass stage. No, no, no. It's just I don't remember saying that, and I don't remember. That being the case, but oh, okay. that doesn't necessarily mean it's not true. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, it's not even what we're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> How the fuck did we get onto that? Uh, Vegas. Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, this episode is brought to you by How the Fuck Did We Get to This Segway? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, now in dumb fuck level. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, you know, Charles Manson's always been kind of a fascinating character. Yeah. Um. I've always been fascinated by him. Like I said, I've watched every available video that's on YouTube yeah. of his interviews. Oh, well, there's a ton of them on there. Yeah. I, I think I've actually seen probably every aired interview. And even some of the ones that were like all the interview that wasn't aired yeah. that you can find, I've yeah. seen all of them. Uh, would, would it surprise me that he was a part of a bigger CIA plot or something? It hell no wouldn't surprise me. me either, yeah. You know, especially with a lot of the stuff with like uh, the CIA doing MK Ultra and things right. like that. Which MK Ultra I believe ended in nineteen seventy three. Yes. Yeah, that's mentioned in the book. Seventy two or seventy three. Yeah, something like that. Actually it might have been seventy four. But whatever. It was the early part of the seventies. Yeah. I think they were forced to close down too, because something came out. There was some kind of controversy too. I think it was their illegal drugging of people. Yeah. Well, right, because I mean, a lot of those early experiments were all LSD based. Yeah. So, I think all of the experiments were. They might have been. Well, all the illegal ones. Right. I don't, is there anything that's legal about any of that? Really? 
I mean, hell, you can barely get, you can't, you know, they, there's. No, because they were doing things to people without their consent. Right. All the time. Yeah. They still do. I mean, yeah. it's the CIA. The main, the main <laughs> thing that was illegal, though, is that the CIA cannot operate within the United States. They can't do these things in the United no. States. They're not supposed to. No. Everything they could, they wanted to do this in Germany. They could. Yeah. They're not supposed. Well, to I don't do know if they could do it in Germany. Well, technically, either. I mean, if Germany said that they couldn't yeah. do it, but the CIA is not allowed to operate within the confines of the United States. They're yeah. in, out. They're international. Yes. Organization. So that that he mentions that is one of the reasons they they were kind of busted a bit for it. So yeah, it's an interesting. I'm gonna I, like I said, I want to finish the book, and. uh about I'm about almost halfway through, so yeah. When did you, when did you start reading this? Just last week. Uh, I was looking up the. I googled can the CIA operate on U.S. soil? Yeah. He said in the book that they're not supposed to. That says yes, they can. Hmm. Maybe it was experience. Maybe I have to. It says by law the the F. Oh no, this, the FBI, FBI handles internal. Oh. Yeah, the FBI oh. is internal. They, they the FBI can't actually go outside. They have to. It, it, it brought up related ones. That's why. Yeah, but he's specific. I remember him saying that they got in trouble because they weren't supposed to be operating any kind of programs with. Oh, the, yeah, they're not allowed to conduct intelligence on U.S. soil. Right. Which is essentially what he claims they were yeah. doing, you know, against the counterculture as well as doing their experiments. Yeah. So, and to be fair, they it, can they can conduct operations within the United States on U.S. soil. But they not, can't, yeah. Not programs. Yeah. Right. So if the if the CIA or the FBI or whoever wanted to bring down the counterculture of the hippies and they they decided to use Charles Manson, it kind of worked. I mean, if you think about yeah. it, 60 by 69, I mean, they were kind of on the down was, spiral the anyway. Down spot, but yeah. after that, it was like... Done. I mean, it lasted. Woodstock had already happened. It was all. It was over. Yeah, seventy seventy one. It was pretty much over. Well, seventy one is when he's convicted. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't say uh, Charles Manson. Alice Cooper claims to be the one that killed the the counterculture. Does he? Yeah. He always he jokes about. It. He says, uh, "We uh, how did he put it? Alice Cooper came along and, and drove a stake through the heart of the love generation." Jokingly, it's all tongue in cheek. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Because I was, was going to say, I don't know exactly how he did that. No, but. But, well, I mean, it, I, yeah, I'm not saying he did, but it, the idea is is that there was now this new kind of music, this new darker side to things that was not necessarily present in the music, the popular music of the time leading up to that. It was yeah. all, you know, you know, if you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear a flower in your hair. Kind I mean, of that thing. was like 67, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I, and, and I will say, like, a lot of that music was even gone before the 70s true. even hit. I sent you a link to a YouTube video today, but apparently you didn't look at it. I did not. I have been busy today. Okay. Well, if you get a chance, look at it. It's not. It's only 10 minutes long. Yeah, I saw the I saw the the title of it, but yeah, yeah. It was, it's just interesting. I never thought it about it. So, anyway. Anything else about Charles Manson? Ian? Oh, we could we could probably talk about Charles Manson for hours, but no, I I, I want to finish the book, and I suggest at the very least watch the two hour Joe Rogan. I don't like him, yeah. but the interview's good. It's a good interview. He Real does quick about Joe Rogan, I guess there was a, he came out recently and said that he's had like multiple requests from Donald Trump to be on his show. Really, and, and Joe Rogan keeps denying him. Yeah. 
well, one more reason why I'm not such a hater on Joe Rogan. I'm trying to look and see exactly what he said about it. I I don't. It's pretty much Joe Rogan's stance on on the pandemic and vaccines that bothers me the most. But you know, I've never watched him. I've never listened to him. I just know about that stuff from yeah. you know the others. And some of the artists who who protested uh, Spotify. Uh, because of Joe Rogan, they're all like sneaking back now. Oh, of course they are. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, well, yeah, we're pissing that money away. We should probably get back in there. Right. Yeah, he said he didn't want to help Donald Trump, is what he said. Right. I thought he said something else about. Um, he said, he said, I'm not a Trump supporter in any way, shape, or form. I've had the opportunity to give to have him on my show more than once. I said no every time. I don't want to help him. I'm not interested in helping him. Good for him. And he also said that Donald Trump is an ex- existential threat to democracy itself. He's absolutely right. So even a broken clock. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I, I've never, I'd never listened to him. My judgment is based solely on his attitude and behavior and the things he said about vaccines specifically. Yeah. That just turned me off of him. But you know, I did watch, I did watch the clips, and then I went and actually listened to the whole show. Yeah. So. No, he he. Uh, you're you're right. I'm not a fan of. I don't listen to his 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 podcast. But uh, you know, I've definitely seen episodes. And he's, he has some very interesting conversations for sure yeah. on there. Yeah, that's the only one that's ever caught my attention. Oh, there's a really interesting one with Tom DeLong, where Tom DeLong goes off on like I don't know, 45 minutes about this really like crazy fucking alien shit. Yeah, mm. very fucking interesting. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of not, not directly Tom Long, but music, are you going to watch that Machine Gun Kelly thing? That's I've already Hulu? watched it. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. Is it, is it yeah. a documentary? Yeah, it's a documentary. Okay. Yeah. I I'll, I might try to watch it. I, I'm not a huge fan, but you know, I I mean, I, I like a couple. Of basically, the songs basically what the what the whole documentary is, it's about. It's really kind of like insight into his transform him moving from rap to rock oh well that, that sounds interesting yeah. because he so when in so he had this whole feud with 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 eminem right i remember that and that was like 2018 i want to say and then in 2019 i think it was 2019 he uh machine gun kelly releases hotel diablo which is a fantastic fucking album. Okay. Fantastic. And it's, so that's, and, it's a hip hop album? And it's a rap album. Rap but there's album. definitely like, there's elements of other things in there too, but it's a rap album. He okay. raps throughout the entire album. And in, in the documentary, he talks about how he released this album that he felt was like the pinnacle of his career. And he said like, it went nowhere. It, it was a number one album. No, you know, no. he, had some, he had some success with it. But like his... His record label didn't really want to push anything. Um, it was kind of. Do you think of, it was as a result of the feud with Eminem? I don't know, it, and, and it could have been. It could have been. So he released something that he felt personally was his best work, and then he's like, "And then what? Right? And then what do I do now? I'm not getting support from my label or this." And so he's then, then COVID happens, and he's everything's locked down, and that's when he picked up a guitar for the first time and know 10 years mm. and just started playing guitar and then uh, tickets to my downfall came out all that so it was like a you know because people give him shit about all oh, you know you got chased out of rap which is not at well, all i never at all that. well that's what that's what the you know the press the, the everything uh, that's what the mainstream says about it mm. but so it's definitely a different insight into 
what happened during that time. It's a, it's hmm. interesting. I watched it. It was a fantastic movie. Oh, okay. I might check it out. Yeah. I definitely recommend that. And damn it, I also recommend the Kanye West documentary. Yeah, I won't be watching that. Watch that. No, I don't. I don't, I don't need to. I don't. I don't find him interesting enough to to watch anything about him. But it's interesting because it's not necessarily. It's not only about music. It's, it's not. It's, I don't it's find about, him personally interesting. It's a very interesting documentary to mm. watch. I don't find him interesting, so I'm not going to watch it. Because you don't want to find him interesting. Yeah, because that's that's it. I'm just I'm not allowed to have an opinion unless it's exactly what you say. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I my opinion is I don't find him interesting. I'm not going to fucking watch it. I think you might. It has have nothing a, to do with want or I, not. I think you. I Ian, as someone that uh, is, is, you you've always been interested in psychology and things like that, and that's mm-hmm. why I think that you would actually enjoy the documentary. Because that's an interesting look into the psychological makeup of someone like Kanye West. Okay, that might interest me enough to watch it. And that's all I'm saying. But anything, I mean, if it was just a documentary about Kanye West, I would have zero no, interest in No, that's not what it's about. Okay. That's not what it's fully about. And that's why I said, like, I think you would like it, and you're like, instantly, you're like, no, not at all. It's because I thought it was not a documentary about fucking, about Kanye West. I don't... No. I, I mean, mean it, it is, but it's about, like... Like so, uh, it, like I said, it, it's it's interesting. You should watch it. Yeah. I mean, are you going to watch documentaries about shit you don't find interesting? I watch a lot of documentaries. Actually, I will say probably most of the shit I watch, if it's not like fucking reruns of Friends, it's normally documentaries. Right. But are you gonna are you gonna look at a documentary? And say it's about you know basket weaving. Are you gonna fucking watch a basket weaving documentary? No. Actually, I probably would watch a basket weaving documentary. Well, you have. Then you have zero like control over yourself. <laughs> either you want, either you're interested in it, or you're fucking not. You well, know? you don't know if you're interested in it if you don't see it. True, but I'm not interested in basket weaving. <laughs> Why am I going to waste my time watching something about basket weaving? Because a documentary about basket weaving, basket weaving could be inter- interesting, and it'd probably be more interesting than a documentary about Kanye West. <laughs> no, but the documentary it does if go it in explores, a lot of us- if it explores. It's not, is it made by him? No. Did he endorse it in any way? No, actually, he didn't want it released. Then I will probably enjoy watching it. Because it was, a lot of the footage is from like 15 years ago. Okay. And he didn't want it released. Okay. That's, that makes it a little bit more interesting and maybe possible to watch. And the, like, there's, there's one part about it that's really kind of interesting. Like, um, like it was, because the guy that shot all this video didn't have anything to do with Kanye for like almost a decade. And then he kind of started hanging out, hanging around with Kanye again. And he's like still videotaping everything. And he was basically Kanye's unofficial Video. videographer for right. like the beginning part of his career. That's why he had all this footage. Mm-hmm. And then like, he even says at one point he's like interviewing or he's like videotaping this conversation with Kanye. And it was around the time that Kanye was like doing his run for, for presidency. Um, and he even said in the video, like during this conversation, he's like talk over, you know, talking over it. Mm. And he's like, at this point I just had to turn it off. I, I, I couldn't even listen to it anymore. He's just like, the stuff he was saying was made absolutely no sense. Now that's why it's like interesting to kind of dig into, you know, a lot of the psychological shit that, uh, that he's gone through or ha- has become. Cause it's, a, it, it really is like a. I don't remember how it's three parts. I think it is of this, like really, I found a fascinating progression mm-hmm. of somebody that, 
started out as a normal kind of shy kind of guy to the fucking lunatic lunatic that he is. is. That's what the the thing is. is Lunacy isn't even like Charles Manson level of interesting to me. It's just it's it's almost like narcissism to the nth degree is what I see. Yeah, I don't really think of it. I mean, there's there's definitely like underlying mental health issues. Oh, like I mean, yeah, serious well, fucking nar- mental narcissism. Health that kind of narcissism is a mental illness. But go, I think it goes way beyond that. Like personality disorder kind of shit. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And like I said, it's a really fascinating documentary to watch. To be honest with you, it'd be really fascinating if Conway actually snapped and killed somebody. Then you could have that to back. No, because I don't want to see people getting hurt. No, I don't either. But, I mean, that's that's where my interest would be piqued. I mean. Because I am an American after all. OJ did. Yeah, OJ snapped and killed a couple people, allegedly. I, I would watch a documentary about OJ Simpson. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like OJ Simpson was so crazy. That he actually wrote a book about how he killed those people. <laughs> right. Well, you, I don't know if, if you've seen it, but he did a TikTok post about Roe v. Wade, about how, no. you know, you know this is going to be so hurtful to women. And, oh, really? and, and it was someone did, you know, duetted it, and they're like, okay, Supreme Court, when O.J. Simpson is against you. <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah, when he's when he's against you in, in, in defense of women, you're, there's a problem. <laughs> you're on the wrong side you're, of history. You were on the wrong side. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, but yeah. uh, I don't know, man. I ain't got nothing else to say. No. Uh, any questions or comments, you email us at lifeandrawpod at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, maybe eventually Twitter. We'll see. But uh, that's all I got, man. Until next time. Talk to you all later. Peace. Playing my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over if you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bruh. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Now they see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Know they sick as fuck. Know they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon.